uh, we are so blessed to be here. We are um, so grateful that you really do bring us worship. Oh, Lord, because there is just peace that is constant in that peace. When we encounter challenging things in this world, we can do that with peace, knowing that over all of it and under all of it and around all of it, you reign. Father, did I encourage you this morning from your word? We pray. Stir up your gift of faith in that. Open up our hearts and our ears to hear. In Jesus' name, amen. Good morning. Glad I should introduce myself. It's been about three or four weeks since we've been here. My name is Matt Duddleton. I'm on staff here. Nice to meet you. Yeah, we were gone for a couple of weeks visiting some family in Charleston and then visiting some family in Atlanta. And then we decided, you know, what better way to spend the few days after vacation than, you know, seven or eight days in the house by ourselves with just us. Sorry, I thought it, I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny. I assure you it wasn't all funny. Uh, yeah, so we just, I've missed being here um, greatly. It's always a joy to be back. I'm excited about the chance to get to share with you um, this morning. If you guys want to open up your Bibles to Psalm 46, I hope the rest of this goes better than that part of Psalm 46. Psalm 46, Psalm 46. Um, I have been reading this psalm now for about a week and a half, almost two weeks, I guess. And uh, I've been reading it just kind of over and over. Um, as I said, we had some extra time. And so I, I decided to just kind of dig into this psalm a little bit, and it was quite um, revelatory for me, um, what God really spoke to me this morning, or spoke to me this week, and so I want to share that with you this morning, because I think it's it's not just a revelation for me, I think it's timely for us um, as a body, and it's timely for us as Christians in, in, the, in the times that we're living in. So we're going to read this together, well not together, no, not together, I'm just going to read it, you guys can follow along. Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength and ever-present help in time of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. Though the earth give way and the mountains fall into the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam and the mountains quake with their surging, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the Most High dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at the break of day. Nations are in uproar. Kingdoms fall. He lifts his voice and the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Come and see the works of the Lord, the desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars to cease to the ends of the earth. He breaks the, the bow and he shatters the spear. He burns the shield with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord Almighty is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Amen. Amen. You know, honestly, I'm not sure why I started reading Psalm 46. It wasn't some kind of like revelation, you know, like I saw it, you know, like God spoke it to me. And, you know, most likely it's probably been on my Facebook and just kind of somebody posted it on there. So I just kind of went through there and then inspirational quotes. Is that what they are? Inspirational Bible quotes. And so I, I started reading this, and it, it, it was just this, the most interesting thing began to happen, because one of my questions, and I'm sure you guys have been asking the same question, especially recently, but I ask it a lot, um, 
what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to respond? What is my call in this day and this day and next day and the next week and the next month? What am I supposed to do? And as I was reading this psalm, I was just thinking, wow, this is is really amazing. You know, let's let's read let's let's read this one like just a few different things. Okay, that that can make at least sense to you. It says that the cloud the nations are an uproar. One version says the nations are raging. His kingdoms are falling. And I feel like that's the time we live in. Things are raging all around us. Things are raging all around me. And the word the Lord spoke to me was this. Here's what you're called to do. Feel confident because you're truly his child. That's what God spoke to me. And that's why he calls us to sing with him and sing peacefully simple quote, but it's a famous one. In fact, it led to me singing every every single day throughout my life. But for me, it's almost a little bit counterculture to what I would like to do. For some reason, things I find myself doing or the circumstances I find myself in, it's quite the opposite of, of what I'd like to do. I'd like to rush in. I'd like to say a few things. I'd like to write a few things. I would like to do a few things in order to bring some correction wherever it needs to be, right? How many of you guys feel like that? I feel like that all the time. Being still is not one of my strong suits. It's a struggle for me to be still. But as I was reading this, it just, the Lord kept saying over and over, this is what you're called to do. And the first thing that that I wrote down is that it's not just be still. It is be still and know that I am God. Often when we say it or when we read it, at least when I say it or read it, I say, be still and know that I am God. But God is saying to us this morning, this is be still and know that I am God. This is not just a once-off act. This is not just a sit-back type of thing. Often when we when we see this and when people respond, you know, I'm just going to take a step back and I'm just going to let God move. And God does that, and God calls us to do that. But that's not exactly what this is meaning. This is not just something we do. This is supposed to be a position we fall into. What I mean by that is this is something that our heart, our mind, and our soul has to grasp each and every day. That our call each and every day is to be still before the Lord and to remember and to know and understand that He is God. stole away in the midst of crowds, in the midst of chaos, in the midst of whatever, in the midst of going to save us all, he stole away to be with you. He knew that he was God. It was how we function. It is not meant for us to get away from all that is going on and to ignore all that is going on and to come to just have a fixed viewpoint. It's it's actually a, a place we're supposed to be at in the midst of all that is going on. When you read the psalm, when he's starting the psalm, it is absolutely chaotic. He is, he is saying, and he's reminding himself and confessing, God is our refuge, our strength, and our every present help in time of trouble. Not the good times, not the great times, not in the, you know, the fat times, but in times of trouble, we is our ever present help. And the next quote reads, therefore, I will not fear. This is supposed to be the position 
walk in and be a priest with him in the blood of the Lamb. It's simple. As we get still before the Lord and that we know that He is God, we begin to see things from a different angle. Not the way we want to. We sang about that. Help me have vision, help me to see things the way you do. And this really, just hold on for a second, because this is not as great as it sounds for your own life. You know, I want to see the way God sees. I, I really do. But that means I've got to change a lot of things in my life. I've got to change a lot of my behaviors, a lot of, of the things I see. But if we don't get still before the Lord, often we won't hear the voice of God. We won't hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. In 1 Kings, you want to flip there, let's flip to 1 Kings. 1 Kings, right before the good guy. First Kings chapter 19. I got seven things to say. I got really deep. First Corinthians chapter 19. It reads this way, chapter 19, verse 11. One of the things we do when we get still before the Lord is we come into his word. We look up into his word and we look at his word. The Lord said, he's talking to Elijah, he says, go out, stand on the mountain. It's verse 11, chapter 19, verse 11. Stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord. For the Lord is about to pass by. Many of you probably know this. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountain apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind, there was an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came the fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire came just a whisper. And Elijah heard it. And he pulled his cloak over his face and he went out. And he stood still and quiet before the Lord, and, and we know that He is God, we begin to hear His voice. We begin to see the things that He wants us to do, the things that He's calling us to do, the things that, that um, the way He sees things, solutions to problems, the way we reach our neighbors, whatever it might be, that's where we begin to hear the voice of the Lord and, and, and to move out. Here's the thing I, I realized in, in, in combing through this and reading over it as I feel the, the Lord do some work. It's often not what I want to hear. When I see problems in the world, what I really want the Lord to tell me is, how do I fix that other party that we've got, that we personally And often what he says to me is, here's what I want to do in your life. In times of chaos, in times of trouble, in times of struggling, in times of nations raging, really what the Lord wants to do is he wants to do a work in you. And he wants to do a work in me. He wants to do work in those other people as well. Is that between them and me? I am only responsible for my actions, and I am only capable of, of controlling my response to the Holy Spirit. But often what I want to, God to say when, when I'm still and quiet before him is, hey, here's what I want you to do. How to fix other people's problems. You might help me. You might speak to me. You might be helpful. But often what I found show me things in my heart. He wants to show me things in my life. He wants to 
smooth out the transgressions. He wants to be able to fill me with his Holy Spirit to show me fresh things to do for him. Do we belong to him? Almost every time when I do this,
who is ever faithful, who is ever present.